Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Matt on from Panther, and we'll be learning about the business case, the use case for why his prospects use uh, Panther. So without any further ado, Matt, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and Panther? Yeah, absolutely. Will, thank you so much for having me. Uh, So my name is Matt, and I'm the founder, as you mentioned, of Panther. And what we're doing is we're building the um, kind of all-in-one people platform for distributed teams. We believe that, uh, you know, the way that we work has fundamentally changed a ton. And as a result, we really have to rethink the way that we hire, stay connected, and communicate. And so uh, Panther is kind of rethinking the, the people platform, everything from hiring and recruiting to, you know, onboarding um, and, and helping companies stay connected in this kind of new distributed, uh, new distributed models. I love this. So, okay. So give me the components again uh, of the things that, that are, that are within yeah. the platform. Well, let me, let me tell you quickly, you know, where we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what Panther has started with is global payroll. And, yeah. and the reason we started here and candidly, you know, how, I discovered um, this pain point is uh, my last company, I was the only U.S. employee. And long story short, it required people to get together in person. So COVID required us to wind down business. And so we started connecting all of my teammates with, uh, you know, their next opportunity so that they, they would have soft landing. This was in the early days of the pandemic. And we discovered a, a number of companies that were really excited to work with my teammates. That was the easy part. They're you know, great people and great at what they do. The problem was that because most of them lived over in Eastern Europe, when I had to explain to um, you know, the folks that I was speaking to what they would have to go through to hire my teammates, uh, to set up a Uh, Sorry, to hire in another country, you basically have to set up foreign subsidiaries and local bank accounts and learn some other country's employment law and figure out local accounting, legal, HR, and payroll. And so when I explained all this to them and actually walked them through this very foreign onerous process, they backed out of working with my teammates. And so the first problem that I, or or I should say the original problem that we set out to solve at Panther is we said, well, how can we make it? so easy to hire anyone, anywhere. And so that's what we started by doing, but just candidly by getting to know, uh, you know, more folks who are building distributed teams, we realized a a number of tangential problems. Uh, You know, so it's not just about hiring in other countries, but even hiring in new states is so unbelievably bad that most of these organizations, or I should say many of them, are restricting their hiring to one or two states. Um, background checks are really difficult to do around the world. Once you onboard someone, you want to set them up for success and have them hit the ground running. So ideally, you have to find uh, a way to get that person a productive remote working setup. But you know, how do you do that wherever they are around the world? All these different things. And so Panther is kind of this 
all in one. We, we want to become a, you know, an operating system for distributed people ops, if you will. And so uh, any place in the market that you can specialize, like either vertical industry or size of company, or is there anything that Panther specializes in? Yeah. So um, today we focus uh, on working with companies that really just want to ignore location and hire the best person on earth, regardless of where they live. Um, and so that's what our tools today really unlock, or I should say, like give these this superpower uh, of, you know, 100xing the size of the potential talent pool. And so that, ha- you know, that ranges from super small startups all the way to large enterprises and, and public companies. Um, but very soon over the next few months, we're going to start to expand and also help with cross-state payroll um, so that you can have, for the first time ever, your entire team all around the world, domestically, abroad, et cetera, all in one system um, with easy reporting. And you can give them access to their remote working setups and onboard them and offboard them to other softwares, all that kind of exciting stuff. Well, uh, for those that are listening, global, well, just payroll. Let's just leave it with payroll and do domestic. Uh, the payroll laws come in many shapes and sizes. So the federal, then there's state, and then even some cases there's municipal. Uh, so take all of our places that you would know, like Seattle versus Miami. Uh, the minimum wage might be mandated in the city of Seattle as something completely different. It might be mandated. So let's just start with that. Uh, there, there might be a, a, a minimum uh, a wage that's there. So keeping up to, with that, with employment law, is, it wouldn't. Even, it's not even a full time job. It's it's things are some somewhere in the in the country. Something has changed in the last ten minutes. And how do you keep track of it all? Now right. think of that worldwide. Okay, so put Ghana and Slovakia and different places into the mix. And keeping up with that is it's it's what payroll people call libraries. It's, it's the payroll libraries of keeping up to date with all of the things that are going on. So first of all, you started with like one of the hardest things in HR to solve for, <laughs> eh? Definitely. which yeah. is, which is good because it's for a type of, a different type of, you know, work. If we, if we can kind of broaden it out, uh, you're, you're talking about distributed teams, but it's just, you know, you're thinking about work differently. So you start with something very hard, like global payroll, and then you've, you've, you've then, you know, then you you obviously do full domestic and all of that stuff, and right. and then onboarding. So okay, you can pay them; that's fantastic. But we're starting with the assumption that they're distributed, which means they're, they're they can be anywhere. Which, by the way, the phrase I've I've started to really kind of use is location agnostic. I don't know why that sticks with me, but I'm just like, huh, yeah, they're just agnostic. You just don't even think about it. Don't even care. Um, so when I got onboarding, so so as the audience is listening to this, so global payroll check, onboarding for distributed teams check. What's what's either now in the product suite or things to be coming uh, later? Yeah, absolutely. So the things that you mentioned are in the product suite today, uh, as well as uh, global background checks, oh, uh, which cool. means when I say global. Really, when I say global, I re- I'm referring to borderless or, or location agnostic, as you said. So it could be in the States. It could be anywhere else, right? Um, but soon to come is basically Panther is looking at the entire HR stack, everything from benefits to 
uh, you know, one-on-one facilitation and performance reviews to time tracking. And we're just saying, first of all, let's put all these things in the same platform so that they work seamlessly together, like they're all interoperable. But secondarily is, you know, the way that these tools that exist today are built, it's built for yesterday's way of working. And so the question is, how can we kind of rethink some of these things, even if it's subtle, just to be more optimized for teams that are location agnostic? So, um, for example, if you look at recruiting software, which uh, encourages, you know, right after the resume review, the first call. Uh, And many, many calls after that is kind of the main point of communication. Uh, One of the things that we're experimenting with right now, and if, you know, those listening uh, have thoughts, please reach out to me uh, personally with them. Uh, But one of the things that we've heard is that um, recruiting software that encourages asynchronous video back and forth, at least for uh, an earlier portion of the kind of recruiting pipeline, could be a healthy way to uh, get to know with less friction folks from different cultures and time zones. Uh, another part of the suite might be the fact that you know today's time management tools they don't empower work that's done asynchronously. They don't empower the fact that you know when we have the the opportunity to work remotely and we don't have to be in an office uh, at the same time that other folks are. We can just work when we're most productive. A lot of us have, you know, different schedules. We might take breaks in the middle of the day to go to the gym. We might, like myself, I happen to be a night hawk, so I love getting into deep work at night. And there are these kind of ebbs and flows throughout the day, which kind of is just much more natural um, in terms of human behavior. So uh, time management tools that prioritize and empower that level of work. Um, Those are kind of some early ideas that we're playing with, uh, but we're just hearing distributed teams saying, listen, I want a people platform that's made for me. How do I get to know my teammates that are across the country and across the world, right? What is, what is Tina actually like outside of what I see in Slack? And so one last thing I'll highlight that we're building is kind of, you can think about it as a company homepage where you can go and, you know, see all the company announcements and events coming up. But most importantly, get to know your teammates, whether that be through, Um, you know, company-wide newsletters that are shared or everybody having profiles with videos so that you can actually get to know, you know, your teammates uh, in this kind of casual way, like you would if you were around an office. So we are reinventing the people suite for the new way of working. So as you're you're thinking about this operating system, uh, how much of it do you want to build yourself? Mm. And how much do you want to kind of build APIs that, that can connect with other, you know, I'm thinking of like a personality assessment, you know, you're right. You're probably, you know, maybe, maybe you, maybe you aspire to build a personality assessment. I don't want to take that away from you if you do. Um, but there's a bunch of personality assessments that are out there. So yeah. uh, how much, how much do you see kind of, uh, especially with a, you know, that you're calling an operating system. Some people in the industry would call it a, a suite or a platform, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so how much of it do you see is, okay, Panther is going to build these core elements and then we're going to be AP, API out to the things that, that aren't the things that we build. Right. So 
you know, we're always thinking about and, and prioritizing how can we create the best experience for our customers. Right. And so the way that we think about that is, you know, if there are uh, kind of components of our suite that are out there that do the job well, we're going to use those resources, those APIs, whatever they may be, because it allows us to then double down on where are the areas where we can make a real difference for our users. So let me give you an example. Um, we are using a, a partner to help us facilitate the domestic payroll. But what we're building internally to kind of uh, work together with this domestic payroll, um, and this all happens behind the scenes, by the way, these users, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, you know, they can't tell the difference, but what we're building internally is the automation of state filings and tax registrations. So that when, when you go to hire, you know, Maria, the best person who you found, and she happens to live in Texas and she's your first employee there, you don't have to think about, I don't know, what are, you know, how do you register for unemployment taxes in Texas? How do you get the right benefits plan set up? How do you register with the state of Texas that you're going to be a new corporation uh, operating business in the state? All of these things are automatic across all 50 states. And so that's what we're building internally, because when you mix that with, uh, you know, incredible domestic payroll, which our partner is handling, that's the beauty of when it comes together. So I guess big picture, what we think about is we think about using existing services when they do an incredible job, for sure. Um, and that allows us to focus on, number one, how can we you know, make the real difference for each of these things so that it's optimized for teams that are location agnostic? But secondarily, let's make all these things interoperate beautifully together in a single platform. So that when you go to, let's say, onboard a new employee uh, in the Panther platform, if they're in a new state, we'll automatically file for you. If they're in uh, Italy, we will draft a locally compliant employment agreement, an Italian you know, agreement. We'll run a background check in the proper jurisdiction. We'll ship this individual the equipment they need. Uh, we'll onboard them to all the right software they need. You know, if they're a salesperson, they'll get access to Salesforce. If they are an engineer, they'll get access to JIRA. And if they're a director, maybe they get admin access. All of this happens from a single point, which is the Panther platform. So that's how we think about, you know, what tools to build internally versus, uh, you know, our philosophy around using partnerships. As long as the experience is great for our end user, it lets us double down on areas where maybe that, you know, experience doesn't already exist. I love that. You mentioned uh, benefits. I was wondering uh, if your customers are uh, pushing you or asking for global benefits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because there, ha I mean, in theory, there has always been, uh, you know, these private benefits that you can offer for your teammates who are in different countries. The problem, though, is that this experience, well, I should say, I'll be a little bit more explicit, to be able to <laughs> offer your international teammates an experience that doesn't feel second class. What you used to have to do is, uh, you know, pre-Panther, find uh, and shop for uh, benefits plans and partners and understand these policies in every single jurisdiction. Right. A new partner, a new policy. Some of these things were completely different than others. The pricing is all over the place, right? And so it's very difficult to just, you know, when you're recruiting, 
be like, yep, like this is our policy and be location agnostic about your benefits, right? And so what we offer today at Panther is um, really what I, I believe what we consider the world's first set of borderless private healthcare plans. And, you know, we really believe in simplicity at Panther. So we offer two plans, a, a standard and premium. And by the way, I guess just because the, the healthcare system in the United States is a little bit funny compared to the rest of the world, uh, we, have a, we have a U.S. plan, but then we have the borderless plan everywhere else. And these borderless plans, they apply to any other country, meaning if your employees are in Italy, France, Ghana, Azerbaijan, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, as a company on Panther, you can either have a standard, a premium, or I mean, in theory, you could have none as well. But let's say a premium healthcare, you know, private healthcare policy that all of your teammates, regardless of their location, you know, you can recruit the best people on earth and retain them by offering them these world-class plans in a really simple way. So we're trying to abstract away, you know, every bit of complexity. And I think this is, you know, one cool example, which is we took having to have, you know, 100 partners for 100 different countries and maybe 100 or 200 plans into two plans and one partner. I love it. Love it. I love it. I love it. So three questions. One is your favorite part of the Panther demo. And I, and I know it's hard to like pick your favorite child. However, like it's, yeah. you know. So I call it the aha moment, but but you're showing people mm -hmm. software and you get to a certain thing. It might be a, a dashboard or whatever it is, but you get to something and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, what, what, I mean, I'll tell you what it is today yeah. and I'll tell you what, what we're working on and what I see it being tomorrow. I think today the most exciting part of the platform for me is uh, the approve payroll button. And the reason why is because when you're working on a truly you know, location agnostic team, um, you're dealing with a lot of currencies, a lot of payroll cycles, and uh, lots of various laws that, that implicate the way that payroll works. And so the way that we simplified things at Panther is you just click this approve payroll button. And uh, when you do that, our platform will pull the funds from your bank account in USD. And then we move that money all around the world and all of the employees, uh, you know, get run a locally compliant payroll where they're paid in local currency. It's honestly, it, it feels like magic. Um, what would otherwise take a finance organization that is, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 to 20% of, of one's organization to facilitate this, it's become one button. But the thing that I'm really excited for um, that you know we'll be making meaningful progress uh, and and see soon is this idea of you know when you add a new employee with that one button the you know confirming of the of the hire in one click the background check is run the employment agreement is generated and sent for signature the equipment is going to be sent on the right date um, all of the you know the bank account information is requested uh, everything and anything. Because I believe that there is nothing more important in, well, I'll say this in two parts. Number one, there's nothing more important in our companies than the people. And number two, I think there is nothing more important to, you know, having people be their best and, and stay with your company and, and be excited about recruiting more of their, you know, best friends and, and colleagues, their network, than an incredible onboarding process. 
And so that's our number one priority at Panther is how can we build the kind of remote onboarding process that blows new teammates away? I love that to get you the focus on ease of use and also the EX, the employee experience, mm-hmm. candidate experience, employee experience, and you know probably in the future uh, alumni experience. Um, buying questions that practitioners should ask Panther. What should practitioners ask you? Um, well, you know, I think that the um, the biggest question when evaluating Panther is to understand, you know, what is the way to do it without Panther? You know, how can, how can a company without Panther just hire someone who lives elsewhere? Or actually, let me take it a step up. How can a company become location agnostic without Panther? That's the powerful question. And, uh, you know, we think of ourselves as kind of consultants that are there to help however we can, whether you become a customer of ours or not. And I just, honestly, it blows my mind uh, when you get into the red tape and the bureaucracy. I mean, it's boring pen and paperwork stuff. Um, and whatever you think, you know, over, over a little bit of time, you'll multiply it by a thousand, if not more. When you understand, as you mentioned earlier, Will, just how different every kind of micro jurisdiction is, especially when you start to think about accepting the best talent that lives, uh, you know, wherever they happen to live. That's, that's the primary question when thinking about Panther is if not for Panther, I, yeah. maybe I still want to do this. How would I do it? You know? Well, and I, I usually call, I, I usually tell, talk to practitioners about the status quo. Like software companies want to compare themselves to other software companies, which is fine. No, uh, but, but generally speaking, it's it's how, how are you doing it before? How are you how are you going to do it tomorrow? Uh, which is the status quo? Which is I think yeah. all of our biggest competitors. Uh, last thing I wanted to get from you is, and again, no, this is difficult, but your your kind of your favorite customer innovation story without names, without brands, none of that t- none of that stuff, of course. But just something yeah. where you've seen a customer use Panther, and you're like, wow. That's cool. Right. Um, Well, I got to tell you that, you know, the biggest unlock that we've had is recognizing that our customers did not like the idea of, you know, the the original way that we had built Panther, which is that Panther would just um, be for the teammates that are outside of your headquarters country. So if you're an, uh, an American company, you would have a domestic payroll product and then you'd use Panther alongside that. Uh, And we just learned that um, they really did not like splitting their people across multiple systems. Uh, It meant that it was very difficult to do reporting. It meant that they had to, you know, keep company announcements and and T-shirt sizes and this thing, these types of things in multiple places. It meant that they had to run payroll multiple times. And so, you know, honestly, the biggest kind of, uh, at least for me, that's, that's been a huge like wow moment is hearing that what our customers are, are looking for, and candidly, it's just such an ambitious project, is can I just have one place that literally does everything for me, you know? Um, Which again so is an o- operating system. You know, that's, that's, that's right. you know, you, you, instead of building pieces, which again, you, you had to start somewhere. What I love about that particular story is you, you started with a thesis and uh, your customer said, cool, We'd like also like this other stuff, and you listen. That's to right. It. 
That's right. What, what, you know, what we asked, what were, what are your related pain points? And I don't think we'll ever stop asking that question. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Matt, thank you so much for your time today. And thanks for being on the the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Will. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.